mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to viewers and others. Yo, what's going on? I am Scoot Bronson. And I am S. Foster. That's right. You tuned into another episode of the Viewers Anonymous podcast where we give you our very own reviews and takes of movies and TV straight out of Hollywood. What's going on with you, my guy? Man, I'm good, bro. <laughs> to be honest with you, man. Um, shit, I'm good. Just been chilling, working. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Got them getting this material up. But I'm just trying to make it out here in these streets, though, man. How you feeling, though? Everything good with you? Man, I cannot complain, man. Especially after watching this documentary, bro. I definitely <laughs> ain't got no complaints. Um, but not outside of that, man. Everything is just copacetic, bro. You know what I'm saying? Everything running smoothly. Man, that's what's up, man. Because... <clears throat> This this yo this was it. this was an interesting pick by you man because <laughs> like because I like I've I've heard about like I spoke about in the um in the coming soon where I was just like the only thing I really knew about Bernie Madoff was what me and Uncle Washington used to talk about and he mm-hmm. was just saying you know the difference between Bernie Madoff and you know a lot of these other people because at that time. There was a lot of people being arrested, and he was yeah, like, buddy. but at the same time, like there was people being arrested, but there was also people who were in two different cases where either a company was bailed out, even though, man, I wish I could remember what that documentary is called, because um, Uncle Washington had me watch this one documentary that had came out. This had to be around like this had to be around like nineteen or two thousand nineteen, two thousand eighteen. Yeah. And he had me watch this one documentary and like a lot of these people were doing the same shit that he was doing, but what they end up getting was a promotion to a corner office. These these people got raises, these people got buyouts, all types of shit like that. And this dude Actually went to jail and Uncle Washington was like, yo, the difference between this dude is he was like, he asked for people. So these people had power. So they could really, you know what I'm saying, do dude then. Mm-hmm. But like that was more like with, with watching this, there was a lot of things. I do feel that four episodes, all of them are I will pop. I think it was like a little bit of overkill. I would I say. Agree. I don't think they needed all of that, but there, I mean, I feel like there was a lot of window dressing in there. I think it was a lot of things that we really didn't know, but it did give you a better understanding of how he became this way and how things got to where they were and Mm -hmm. the whole downfall part. So I don't know, man, but this, this was a, this was an interesting pick by you, man. Like, it really was, because, like, watching this. One of the things that, for me, at least, is, like, you know what I'm saying? I I like the the scandals and, you know what I mean, Uh, uh, investigations and, you know what I'm saying, like, all of those different things. And for me, like, to see stuff like that, I definitely get excited only because, like, you know, 
we kind of live, you know what I'm saying? Like, we kind of live through this whole situation, too. So, I think that's another thing that, um, for me at least, uh, it has always been interesting, is the, you know what I'm saying? Just the fact that we, we live through these uh, particular times um, in our lives and then just throughout history, right? And so, like, mm-hmm. with Bernie Madoff, I think what really had me so intrigued with him was not just the fact that, you know, he was in this big scandal or whatever, but at the time, like, this is when people were, like, people talked about this dude as if he was, like, a major figure in the banking and the stock community, right? Like, mm-hmm. he was, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was times where he was on, you know what I'm saying, magazine covers and people was writing articles about him. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was big, big confidence dude at one point in time. And, you know, like, knowing that this whole time, like, he pretty much had everybody, he had everybody fucking fooled. Like, he, he literally had everybody deceived. And to me, like, that's a, it's always amazing to see that because it's like this dude had access to all this money and all of these things, and he could have got out early. He could have got out early, could have got out of there, and we'd have never heard from this dude again. We'd have never heard about this dude again, and it would have been what it was. But, you know, it's those times where these guys get way too greedy, and, you know, they, they go above and beyond, and they end up losing out. And they or they end up going for and, and doing the shit for too long, and this is to me like this is one of those stories, you know what I'm saying that we kind of seen um, play out. You know, you got a chance to see that you know this dude could have got out. You know what I'm saying? If he'd have did this for maybe about let's say at all the time he did this, if he'd have did this for like maybe three or four years, you know what I'm saying? Got in, got out, he still could have been okay. If he'd have did it for, I don't know, 10 years and got out, he'd have been okay. <laughs> but the fact that, um, like you said, you know, he's been doing this since the 80s. <laughs> like, bro, come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> like, you're doing way too much, bro. You're doing way too much. So, I mean, it was just exciting to see that story. Um, and then, you know, I've seen it play out in real life, but to get the details behind all of it and to get, like, super detailed into the story was a big thing, too. Like, I didn't know that, you know what I'm saying, his sons worked for him. I didn't know that, you know, he would he tried to get his family in on it. You know, he was including his brother and his sons and, you know what I'm saying, other people. I didn't even know that, you know, he was going so far as to create the club, right? Like, he had a whole club that investors wanted to join, but he was declining them. So the club was seen like this exclusive club that, you know, you know, nobody could really get into except if, you know, you, you was accepted by him. So it was like he created this environment where you kind of wanted to be in his stratosphere. You kind of wanted to be in his ecosystem. And, you know, watching this shit, it kind of shows you just how, um, how dependent some people are on acceptance. I don't know if that's something that you kind of caught on to, but for me, it was just like, yo, sometimes people can want to be accepted so bad, 
you know what I'm saying, in a certain part of society that they'll do anything. And you know what I'm saying, sometimes even they'll they'll lose their their own accomplishment just to be able to be accepted by somebody who isn't as half as good as you are um at what you do. True. <clears throat> so first of all, let's let's get this out of the way. This is uh I mean y'all see the title, but it's made off the monster of Wall Street. Um came out this year. But I want to piggyback off of something that you said earlier as far as mm-hmm. like like us living through this. And we were speaking about this before we started, and it was just like, you know, this the whole downfall came in 2008, which was, you know, what I'm saying the first year that I had voted. And it was when, you know, that, that was when Bush was on his way out and Obama was on his way in. And like the, it, the like the interesting thing about it was the time was so crazy because I remember seeing on the news. You know, because it was just a constant cycle of, you know, foreclosures on houses and everybody mm-hmm. lost their money, their 401ks and, and all of this type shit. And I mean, 2008 was my first year starting at FedEx. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I started in 2008. So what I remember and what was so interesting about that time was, you know, and it was like, yo, like we in a real life recession. And, you know, we're a modern day recession. And I remember people saying things like, because, you know, the conspiracy theory people, they're like, yo, mm-hmm. the reason why Obama won is because it's one of those situations where, all right, the job is so fucked up right now. Let's just yeah. go ahead and give it to him and watch him fail, right? So we can Absolutely. sit back and say, look, we, we let the first black president come in there and it, it was basically a job that really nobody wanted at that time because Bush fucked it up so much mm-hmm. to where it's like, oh, well, let, let's give it to him and watch him fail. And he was able to thrive through it. And a lot of people thought it was stupid, the decision that he made when he was like, yo, let's bail these banks out. And people like people wanted. Like, people didn't understand the whole economics of it, of, like, like people wanted, like, checks. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And, like, he was just like, nah, like, if I bail these big banks out, what's going to happen is that money's going to trickle down to y'all as far as, number one, them even having the capital in the banks to be able to lend money or even have your money because a lot of people lost their 401ks and all types of shit like that. So, like, a lot of people thought that him bailing them out was stupid, but in all actuality, it worked out because you can't spend money that you don't have. And what ended up happening was with him bailing them banks out, that money trickled down to us, and then people started spending money again, and you got yourself out of that recession. So, like, when this whole crash of Bernie Madoff had went down, like, if this crash did not happen the way that it did, we don't know how much longer Bernie Madoff would have been able to do this. And to, to put this shit in layman terms, like so, so basically, <clears throat> what Bernie Madoff was doing was he was taking people's money, and people had the assumption that he was trading. 
people's money. And mm-hmm. he was sending them bogus statements saying, like, this is where your money's going. And that's the wildest part. It, it was the, the old printer joints. You know what I'm saying? That would, like, the shit that came from 1991, my guy. It's 2007. Yeah. He printing y'all out statements from shit that don't nobody even use them. I don't even know where they bought the, the paper from. You know what I mean? Like, they didn't yeah, even use this shit anymore. That's an old excess stockpile. Yeah, like, don't nobody even use that shit anymore. And so, what ended up happening was, so basically, when the, when the, when the, everything went down in 2008, all these large investors are like, everybody's losing their money. Mm-hmm. So, they're hitting, they hitting him up like, yo, I want my money back. Like, I want to cash out. And what ended up happening, I can't remember if it was seven or two, but let's say it's seven. So let the number that he had to pay out to all of the customers, let, let's say it went up to seven billion dollars. Well, right. all Bernie Madoff had was three hundred million dollars. So obviously he don't have the money to pay these people back and the jig is up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's just like it's it do it's it's so crazy to to see how that shit even came about and like mm-hmm. to even the way that he even started this shit like the one thing that I did appreciate was them going back to when he first um got out of college and he started doing like he he had a legitimate business to start, but then he created this other side of the business to where he was just telling people like, yo, I'm going to invest your money. So like, basically give me your money. I'm going to put it in there, trade it, you know, give you a profit, whatever, whatever. And like, when he started this shit, it was like, the game was so interesting back then. Like they was like, yo, like back then they was like, yo, if if you get involved in trading or the stock market or you know wedging your money or whatever, mm-hmm. it's like you send it in, right? And they're like, yo, you don't hear back for two weeks. It's like, <laughs> it's like, yo, I'm stressing in two weeks, like I. Like, I'm sending you some money from my savings, and it's like, okay, I don't hear back to see, like, what transpired for two weeks. Because, mm-hmm. like, the, the way that one lady had expressed it, she was like, yo, you basically had to have ice in your veins <laughs> to do this yeah. shit back in the 80s. Especially in that in that moment, too, because you got to remember, like, computers was, was just now becoming a thing where people was you know what I'm saying? Able to access like the computers. This is when computers had the black screen with the green writing on them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then not only that, like even even if you was able to get an email, like it wasn't as you know what I'm saying. Um, it wasn't as concise and clear as the emails are now. So like in that time, you know, you go in there and. and you giving somebody access to some money that you have and like you said, waiting two weeks and it ain't like you getting updated in the process. 
this is like, yo, once you get, you know what I'm saying, once I get this money, I come back with you. And and some and for some people, depending on how much the money was, the shit was even bumped up to a quarterly thing. So that's every three months. You know what I'm saying? And they and they gotta wait on that. So that's that's already wild in itself. The fact that you just giving people some money and you don't get back like that. Yeah, no, nah, I don't know if I can do that, bro. Yeah, and see, and that's what I'm saying. Like that's like that game is 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 so wild, and like taking chances, and and I think that that's why when when you look at black people's situation, like in those times, and you wonder why, like we never like really got involved in this type of business, especially like in the eighties and the early nineties and shit like that, because it's like even if you had the money. To invest, you're kind of like, all right, this shit sounds funny. And because the thing is, like, we wasn't really educated on it in that sense. And then it's kind of like, okay, I got $5,000 saved up, which, I mean, if you're talking 1989, I mean, so what is, what is, what is 5,000 now? That's like, what, 20? That might be you would like say, 30, you know what I'm saying? So let's say 30. So what's 30 to us now is five and like 89. So it's mm-hmm. like, all right, am I going to give y'all 2,500 of that shit? Like, fuck no. Like, and I got to <laughs> wait this long? I don't trust y'all anyway. Like, man, yeah. Man, we taking that money, we putting that shit in the mattress, my G. Like, like, because it's it's like, but then at the same time, like the the trust, like with the way that black people were being treated as far as like the government and Uh and any kind of institution when it comes to banking and all that type shit, it's just like a lot of people didn't trust it, right? And it's just like. There's good reason not to, but there's also some people who have made substantial money within doing things like this. But absolutely, I just felt like the the way that this shit started off and the way that you had to do it back then, it was just like, nah, man. Like, I mean, it's it's more of a situation like, okay, so if we're talking eighty nine and I got five thousand dollars saved up, it's like, all right, I mean, I send you a hundred. <laughs> like and I'm still sweating, sweating bullets. Right. Like, <laughs> what my honey gonna turn into, or am I just gonna completely lose that shit? But no, it was wild, man. Like, like even when he first got started, because like they was talking about like his early life and shit, and yeah, and he was like, you know, his dad, you know, was job to job. Like his dad never really made substantial money and all that type shit, and so. The way they put it, he was destined to, you know, be the total opposite of, of his dad and all this type of shit. Mm-hmm. And so he ended up marrying up. He ended up getting with a girl whose parents had money. Of course. And so did. he ended up, you know what I'm saying, learning some shit from them. And so he starts his business, like I said, but then he starts his one business on the side. 
And when his first mistake came in, and they said that this is they they said that this is the moment that they felt made made off was the fact of when one of his customers wanted like their money back or whatever, whatnot. And mm-hmm. he had to pay them thirty thousand, and he didn't have it. So he goes to his father-in-law and makes up this whole thing. And the father-in-law gives him the money and he pays them back. And they was like, Bernie would rather, oh, how did they put it? They said he would rather go on with a lie instead of, oh, man, I forgot the way that they put it. But they was like, this was like really the beginning of the end of Bernie Madoff was that day was the fact that instead of just telling the people, yo, I never invested your money. I I never, you know what I'm saying? I made a mistake, you know, all this type shit. He just got the money from somebody else and that like it wasn't no big issue. And that's when he kind of got like the okay to but all right, you know what? I think I could find a way to finesse the system. And that's exactly right. what he did. Like he just he he finessed this shit so fucking hard, my guy. Like it's crazy to think that. Hold on, wait a minute. Let me get this right number. The right number was this dude finessed sixty four point eight billion dollars. Yo, like, are you kidding me? That's crazy. I mean, but are you are you surprised at that though? Like. With the cast of characters that this nigga was around, like that don't really shock me. Um, to me, I I I was I'm actually surprised that there wasn't, you know, what I'm saying like more to the story. I feel like there was a lot more that could have been, you know, what I'm saying taken and, and stolen from, uh, you know, what I'm saying everybody around there not to mention too like he was in the mid like he was in the middle of new york doing this shit um and i mean for what it's worth they was all you know you know how that is anyway like being in new york is like being in you know what i'm saying in the jungle and so um i'm actually like i said i'm actually surprised he didn't get more money than that Especially with the people that he was around, the family that he knew, him marrying up. Like, I think, like I said, what he ended up doing in the end, though, I think he ended up being smart about it. Like, as far as, you know, declining a lot of the people that he worked with and stuff like that. Because it, it kind of made it seem as if, you know what I'm saying? Like, he really, uh, he really was getting a lot more than he didn't. And I think that him playing on people's beliefs and, and uh, you know what I'm saying, people's want to, you know what I'm saying, be in the air crowd, I think that, you know, he knew exactly what he was doing with that. Um, But let's get into, you know what I'm saying, the 17th floor, man. Let's talk about the 17th floor. Because that's a, that's a super interesting thing, man. Talk, what did you think about this 17th floor? Yo, the 17th floor was wild, my guy. Like, so for the people who don't get it, so he, you know, had this building and he had two floors. Like 19th floor, that's where I would say most of the legitimate shit that if there are 
I'm pretty sure there were some legitimate things that he had going on. Mm-hmm. And that's everything that went down on the 19th floor. But the shit that went down on the 17th floor, and the way that they described it, they was like, the 19th floor, all the computers are modern-day computers of the times. Everything is neat. Everything is this. There's no no file cabinets. There's, you know what I mean? Like, everything is computerized to the T. You go to the 19th floor. They was, I mean, the 17th floor. They're like, yo, it's like you have went time traveling to the 90s. Like, they got the yeah. old computers. You know what I'm saying? They got the old printer joints. Like, they had talked to this one guy. He was like, yo, he had the old computer joint where, like, where you could hear, like, the ink printing the shit out on this old ass paper and shit. He was like, yo, he said that shit took, he said that shit took hours to print this shit out. And like, he was like, it was a private room in there that nobody could go into. There was a woman that stayed in there the whole time. And like, if you Mm -hmm. asked for something, she went to go get it and she handed it to you. Like, it was, it was so crazy. And that's where all the shady shit went down. Like, all the sh- mm-hmm. shady shit was going down on the 17th floor. And that was the stuff that they was doing where they was giving people false statements. Because, like, the, the wild thing that I learned about Bernie Madoff was the fact of when he would tell people and then they would invest their money, it's just the fact that, like, this is my thing. If you're going to run a Ponzi scheme, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, you you take it's 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 more like when like when you drug dealing. I, I'm gonna get back to the punch, but when you drug dealing, you always mm-hmm. hear people like, yo, gotta wash the money. You know what I'm saying? You gotta make the shit look legitimate. Now, with washing money, you can do shit like, all right, I'm gonna go to the mall and I'm gonna blow you know what I'm saying? Fifteen thousand dollars. That right. ain't no. That's 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 nothing. The reason why you washing the money is when it comes to shit like your house payment, your car mm-hmm. payment. Mm-hmm. That money has to be seen by the government. So that's why you washing it. The reason, like, why I compared it to that, it's like if you're going to do a Ponzi scheme, let's do some legitimate shit. Right. And then also, let's do, you know what I'm saying, our shady shit. And I say that to say this motherfucker was taking people's money and, like, there were zero trades. Like, Absolutely. do some trades. You know what I mean? Like, if, if, if you got one, like, one client, right, you telling mm-hmm. them, hey, I traded with eight different companies, right? At least with that one client, at least make one trade. You know what I mean? Like, okay, so this is the thing, right? But this is the thing. Had, was he ever? Was he ever in position that we know of to where he made a trade to begin with? No, because he, this is the one thing about Bernie. He never was licensed to do the shit in the first place. That's what I'm saying, right? Exactly. So that's my thing. Like, and my whole thing was like nobody ever thought to check his credentials or, you know, look him up what, or ask what they did about him or. Okay. They did remember that they missed this part. Yeah, he got he did get investigated. And see, and this is when they came up with the whole shit of like he had hired this one person to come Mm -hmm. in there and and um because you all right, do you remember the one part where 
like they had all the papers like printed off and shit, right? And what they were doing was they was passing the paper around, they were scrunching it up, and mm-hmm. and then they put they put the shit in the motherfucking refrigerator. Yeah. Like trying to make it seem like these papers have been sitting, you know, in in file cabinets and shit like that when they had just printed the shit off. Right. Like that's why they put it in the refrigerator because they was like the like the papers is hot. Yeah, and like so, yeah, so like they they was trying to make it seem like, oh well, we not had this stuff filed for eight months mm-hmm. when they just printed the shit off eight hours ago. Right. So when they brought the people in to investigate them, they didn't found no wrongdoing until yeah, you in the refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> But like, man. yeah, like it's it's crazy, man. It's it's just I felt I feel like, I'm, no, don't get me wrong. I'm not the fucking master criminal or anything, but it's mm-hmm. just like some shit just makes sense. Like, yeah, if if I'm telling you, I'm I'm trading your money and and I'm I'm wedging it and all this type shit, I'm gonna do some of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I think I think it's the greed. I think the greed just overcame them so much to the point where yeah. like nothing was never enough. And it's just like, I mean, if you really want to be smart about it, I mean, okay, I'm I'm keep using the number eight. Like, realistically, me, if if I'm yeah. gonna do this type shit, it's like, all right, right, if we're gonna use eight, I'm gonna trade your shit like six times. The other two, yeah. I'm pocketing that shit. You know what I mean? Right. It, it 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 boggles my mind that he didn't do it at all, and I know that he wasn't licensed to do it. But I think that this shit was so much of the wild wild west. I don't think it would have mattered too much. But because see, the thing is, is that even if even if he would have did it once or twice, right? I think that would have kind of and maybe you know what I'm saying this is the main reason he didn't do it. But I think it would have put him in that peculiar position of if I do this, then I'm risking my license. You know what I'm saying? Not only am I risking my license, I'm risking, you know what I'm saying, so many other things in the midst rather than just saying, hey, man, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm I'm about to do such and such and such. And then next thing you know, he, he looking, he ain't traded shit. And he's like, well, why ain't he traded nothing? You know what I'm saying? You sitting there wondering like, well, how come he ain't got no trade? And then he shouldn't. I mean, he he at least to me, I look at it like he did the due diligence of at least having some sort of paper trail for you to look at and make it believable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because the people that he's scamming, they're not idiots at all. You know what I'm saying? And then also, this is another thing that makes Bernie Madoff a little different. It's the fact of which is not really that common. Mm-hmm. He did it to his own people. Yeah. Because that exclusive club that you was talking about, so he was running everything in New York, people. And he would go to Palm Beach, Florida every year. And there, there was a thing down there to where Jewish people wasn't allowed everywhere. Like some Jewish mm-hmm. people could they couldn't go and get into any golf club, any country club. 
So there was this one country club that did let Jewish people in, and that's where Bernie Madoff went because he was Jewish. Yeah. And he's using that place as a cesspool to get potential and new customers. Absolutely. So the people that he's robbing is his own Jewish people. <laughs> but see, like, to me, like that, like that type of stuff, that doesn't matter when it, like, when you look at the 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 main picture of everything, right? Because like his whole thing was pretty much to get money from these motherfuckers. It didn't matter who you were. Whether you white, black, Asian, whatever, Jewish, Muslim, he didn't care about none of that. All he cared was, I mean, all he cared about was, can I make money off this person? Yes or no. And if I can make money off this person, then that's what I'm going to do. And I think, you know what I'm saying, because of that, we, it was never no, it wasn't really a, a, a issue when he was doing everything because it seemed as if, you know what I'm saying, like, because the way he played it off was, oh, this is a place where Jewish people can come and, you know what I'm saying, you can fuck with it and blah, blah, blah. And you could, you know what I'm saying, live out your wildest dreams in here. But at the same time, he was also in some shit to where it was like, yeah, you can invest with me, but you could. He was using it, like you said, to get them investors. But he was doing it to like, yeah, you can invest with me. Nah, you can't invest with me. Yeah, nah, I, ain't, I don't think you got enough of it to invest with right now. Or, you know what I'm saying, you ain't got, you don't got the right stuff to, you know what I'm saying, or you don't got the right assets that I need to invest. So, like, to me, I felt like it was, it went beyond just the doing it to your people shit. It was just, who is the easiest mark? That's who I'm going for. That's how I looked at yep. it. Because it also was a thing of where, like, he would put people in the position to, like, when they would ask, like, what's going on, or this is suspicious, and that people would ask for their money back, he would hit them with, all right, I'm going to give you your money back, but we're done. And then people was wanting to be in that exclusive club to whatever, like, ah, you know what? Nah, we good. You know, you can keep my money. You know, all this type shit. Because mm -hmm. he was, he was, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody want to be in the nude. Everybody want to be, like, in the in crowd. And when people would ask for their money back, like Bernie would kind of manipulate them to, oh, you know what? Never mind. We good, man. You know, just just keep me informed and, you know, blase, blase. And like, that's what he did. Like he played he he played it so close to the close to the chest. But then at the same time. How wild is it to where a person that's claiming to make you so much money, but they want you to keep it on the hush to where you didn't think that that was weird. Like if, if, if somebody, if you go to somebody and you like, all right, so I want you to you know, be my investor or whatnot. Mm -hmm. And you getting statements showing you that this person, you gave this people $2 million and you got a $8 million profit or whatever. Right. So if you got buddies that you cool with, you like, yo, let me, uh, you know, um, if, if you've made me profit eight million, mm -hmm. then I'm going to go tell my friend over here and, 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 and my mother-in-law and, you know, all this type of shit. Bernie's telling them, yo, don't tell nobody about me. 
Right. The fuck? You don't think that's odd? You don't think it's no. odd to wear? <laughs> I think it's extremely odd. I, I do. I agree with you. That's extremely odd. However, to me, this kind of shows Bernie's um, intelligence, right? This shows why he's like the in the position that he was. Because the one thing you don't want to do is you don't want to put too much work on yourself. And I think um, him telling people like, yo, you know, you don't got to tell nobody about me was genius. Like, yo, I don't I don't need to, you know, saying get my my work around through word of mouth. Instead, what I'll do is I'll continue using this club and this club is going to be my hunting ground. Which to me, I mean, it worked out perfectly. I mean, you said what, sixty-four point something billion dollars? Yep. I mean, come on, man. So now, nah, I mean, is that a, is that suspicious? Absolutely, it's one hundred percent suspicious. But is it smart? You got to give my man his credit. It, it's smart as hell. I mean, yeah, for for him to do it as long as he done it and not to be a licensed person mm-hmm. and to be able to get it going as long as he did. And then, like, you know, he also was smart with the fact of, like, not only hiring people straight out of high school, mm-hmm. right? That's number one. But then also treating these people the way he's treating them. Every year he's taking them vacationing. He's mm-hmm. giving everybody bonuses. He's, you know what I mean? Like, you're and, you're basically. And he wasn't no idiot either, though. You know what I'm saying? He he knew he knew all the information that he needed to know about down there everything. True. But I I just think that that's just one of those situations where. You watch a perfect example I could think of is in Casino when it came to uh, to um, Sharon Stone's character or whatever, whatnot, right? Like there was a whole scene where they was like, yo, she took care of everybody where she would do the whole little money handshake thing and like she's paying the, you know what I'm saying? The, uh, what do you call those people when they sit at the... Um, when they take your car. Oh, man. The valet? Valet. Like, she's paying the valet people. She's paying the, the, uh, she's paying the, the floor people. Like, uh, she's making, she's giving everybody a piece of the cut that she made. And that is what Bernie was doing. Like, Bernie was giving everybody, you know what I'm saying? Anytime he made a huge profit, he was paying those people, you know what I'm saying, extra. So, yes, that's going to make them people more loyal to you when you are giving them, you know, more money and, you know, all of those types of things. So he was smart in that at, um, in that aspect as well because he could have just been like, all right, I profited, you know, $300 million this year. So I'm just going to, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, pocket that shit. Nah, he took... You know what I'm saying? Pieces of it. You know, let me hook this person up. You know what I'm saying? Everybody on the 17th floor got a raise. And, you know what I'm saying? Yo, I'm taking y'all to 
to, you know, Paris this year. And, you know, we all on vacation out there and all this type of shit. So he was pretty smart of, like, keeping people on his side to where even if it was some suspicious shit going on, they're like, hey, this dude just gave me an extra, you know, 20K for no reason. So, mm-hmm. no, I ain't saying shit. You know what I mean? Money will keep people yeah. quiet, my G. Absolutely. Money will make people do a lot of things. So that I thought that I thought that that was smart on his behalf to uh to do it that way, but it it is it is really a very interesting thing, man. And then like they also talked about like the people, like his right hand man Frank. Frank had no college education, and like Frank was his right hand man. So there, there was. I do think that it is kind of fishy to people who are in that field to be like, why is it a dude running shit that's, you know what I'm saying, he's your top manager and he don't even have a college education? Like, all I'm saying is I do not think the people that he ended up scamming are stupid. Because obviously, the people that he scammed got money. Now, some of that money could have been handed down. I'm not saying that everybody worked for it. But I don't think that they are stupid, but there were some red flags that people ignored. For some of these people to get scammed as long as they got scammed, I think that there, there are some red flags that could have shown you like, yo, there's there's something fishy about this guy. I don't know what it is, and I can't put my finger on it right now at this moment, but there is something with this dude. Because also, mm-hmm. another thing, and I want to throw this back at you, is the fact of, like, every time that there was a crash, Bernie Madoff's company was the only one that didn't lose money. Every time. And it's like, like I said earlier, if 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 I, you know, take your money and I'm showing you that I've done 10 different transactions with your money, I'm going to do six or seven of them for real. You know what I mean? And I'm going to pocket the rest. It's like my thing is like, Bernie, you don't think you want to look like everybody else in this situation right now? I'm going to be like, yo, my question to you is like, yo, I took a loss, too. You know what I mean? Are you are you gonna want to be the one to stand alone and be like, you know, everybody lost money, but you know who didn't? I didn't. I'm the smartest person yeah. in the room. Like, how you feel about this situation? Because I felt, I me personally, I'm like, yo, I took a loss, man. I feel shitty right now. Um, this, I mean, it was it was kind of hard to to see people like going along with that. Only because, like, like you said, everybody else was losing money, and you know, to think like, all right, you know, we not losing money. You know, the the guy that I got, you know, this is the king of the hedge fund. This, you know, this dude is eating. This dude is doing a great job. This dude is winning. Only for you to then, 
you know what I'm saying, find out that, I mean, he pretty much stiffed everybody that, you know what I'm saying, he was um, working for. I feel like once you, once you get, um, once you get yourself into that type of situation to where a dude is making money and, um, dealing with you a certain way, like, like you said, so he's, he's got seven, eight transactions. Now you as somebody who, you know what I'm saying, has some sort of conscience and maybe, you know, you want to do this the right way. Like you said, you would do six or seven of them. Him personally, him not having a license, you know what I'm saying? Him not, you know, <laughs> him not doing uh, anything for real. At the end of the day, like, yo, he has to do what he has to do. And then also, you also got to think about it on this, on this side too, right? Okay. As somebody who's investing and somebody who, you know what I'm saying, into this whole money thing, blah, blah, blah. If, say if, you know, you, you got your money in there and then everybody else is losing money except you. Mm -hmm. Would you really be suspicious or would you be excited? Would you be happy? You know what I'm saying? Would you be looking at this guy like, man, this dude is, is great. Like, yo, I really got to get, you would probably get his dude more money. I can see, I can see that, that uh, train of thought. Like, I, I do. But at the same time, it's kind of like, you telling me all of these banks that's been around for centuries, all of these different companies that's, uh, that's been doing this shit, you are the exception to the rule. Just you. One person is smarter than well, everybody else. I mean, absolutely. And I see what you're saying. But I'm what I'm saying is, to me, I'm looking at the situation like, maybe, you know what I'm saying, maybe this dude is just, you know what I'm saying, lucky. Maybe this dude just had the right thing at the right time to say that, you know, He's not gonna, you know what I'm saying, take an L on this one. I feel you. I don't believe it. At least that's the way, at least that's <laughs> kind of the way I, I look at it. I mean, I feel you. I feel you, but I'm just like, man, to me, I I don't know. In that moment, because I can see, you know what I'm saying, like, I can see people thinking, like, you know, I'm working with this guy, and you know what I'm saying, like, I know everybody else is losing money, but, like, he's actually making us money. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I get that. But, I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, nah. I don't know, man. I just feel like it's it's too it's too suspicious. And, like, there is a such thing as too good to be true sometimes. And Absolutely. it's just like... And, and, and it's not to say that there aren't people... Obviously, there are people that are smarter than others when it comes to business. But it's just like every time the market has crashed, you are the only one that seems to make money constantly and nobody else does. It's just like, but then like, because there was a crash, you know, during 9-11, they, they had the whole little segment on 9-11. Uh -huh. And obviously, yes, like it, you know, I mean, really the time stopped. 
I mean, the world's really kind of stopped at, at that moment. So, yeah, like, the yeah. stock exchange and all that shit stopped. So, like, but then you have an example for 9-11, and then you also have an example. I think there was another one in 2004, if I remember correctly, then, then the one of his downfall was in 2008. But it's just like, you're telling me these other two examples, it, I don't know, man, I just I just believe that in most cases, too good to be true sometimes. There's something going on. Well, and, yeah, usually it always is. You are absolutely right about that. Yeah, like when there's when there's smoke, there's fire. And I, I tell you who I did feel bad for, like the guy that did get him investigated, the one guy that was just like, there was, I forget what his name was, but he was very smart. He was like, yo, I checked this dude out. There was the one dude who, um, Oh man, he was a business owner. He sold his business for a million dollars. And so he invested a hundred thousand first. And then he was like, yo, he started getting his statements and blase, blase, blase. And then I think he ended up kicking out an additional 300K, if I'm not mistaken. And, but he said before he even sent Bernie Madoff the 100K, he was like, yo, I had this dude checked into and he was like mm -hmm. everything checked out and that's the wild part about it is the person who he was able to finesse you know what I'm saying one of the not most important but one of the most legitimate you yeah. know branches of the government he was able to trick these people with false documents Saying that he's trading these people money and he's making a profit when he ain't never do any other shit. Absolutely, and, and I mean that once again it just goes to show how brilliant this dude was, man. I mean, um, when when you when you can when you can falsify those documents, like you know, who's to say that you can't falsify? Um, you know, documents as far as um, certifications, and, you know what I'm saying? All of those other things. So, yeah, if he was, I mean, remember, like, the fact that they were, they still thought that, you know what I'm saying, that the papers looked like the, the old, you know what I'm saying, doubled up paper with the ink on the bottom of them, and they was using that for a minute, you know what I'm saying? Like, that just lets you know that everything that they was doing was on some BS. Especially him. Man, that 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 is a fact, man. And then like just the way that he was cause there was one guy, he was on his ass. And he would come out, he would come in, he would come out, he would come in. And like Bernie they were talking about how Bernie was getting stressed out with this one guy because like the guy would, you know, sporadically, you know, ask for. I remember, I think it was one number where it was like four hundred and like thirty-four million. Like the dude wanted back of his money, and mm -hmm. Bernie had to do whatever he could to like give the. He had to go to that one lady, and ask that one lady for the money to pay this dude back, and then he would pay the dude back. But then the dude would turn around. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, six month time 
and then he will put the money back in. So like he was just an in and out type of guy. And yeah. he had to rely, he relied on that guy, and he also relied on that one lady that they said actually looked like his fucking sister, which was mm-hmm. crazy because she really did look like his ass. And um, you know, shit, man, she had mad bread, yo. Like absolutely. The man, the balls you gotta have to try to rob the people that he robbed, yo. Bernie Madoff is a fucking G, yo. I mean, but that's what that's what you know what I'm saying made him as, as great as he was. The fact that he took those risks and he took those um opportunities to <laughs> you know what I'm saying, get in there and do the things that he did. Like think about that, bro. Like somebody that, you know what I'm saying, you basically trust like family and you even, you know what I'm saying, skimming them. Um but it just, it just once again, like I said, it, it went to show you just how good he was with what he did. Like when the two guys from the um, from the FCC was there, and you know he had them thinking that he was about to be the next, you know, vice president of the FCC, and then when they got to talking, he he knew a lot more than, than you know what I'm saying, like than they did about shit, and so like the little shit that he was saying. They believed him so much that when they was going back and they was talking about everything, when you know, saying he was getting investigated, when they was going back and they was asking, I mean, us talking to their boss, he was like, "Yeah, I'm sure he is." Like he was being condescending, but shit, they believed it to the fact to where they really thought this dude was gonna step up and be the next one. So I mean, it just really went to show you, like, just how how ahead of everything this dude was. Man, and, and I'm going to tell you another thing that he tried to do in the end, and this is what really got him fucked up. Mm-hmm. So this dude, so when he realized in 2008 that he was fucked, right? So he's, he told his two sons, um, Mark and Andrew, and so he told yeah. them in the office, and then they took him home or whatever. And I remember the assistant was like, this is the first time Bernie left without telling me where he's going. She's like, I always knew where he was going. And mm-hmm. so he went home and he told everybody, you know what I'm saying? You know, the jury's out. I'm fucked. He was like, all I got is just 300 million. And he was like, what I'm going to do is, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to buy this. I'm going to buy that. I'm going to split it up between y'all and this net. So Mark and Andrew was like, yo, let's check with lawyers. And the lawyers told them if y'all let, after he told y'all this, if y'all let him do this, then y'all go down too. Yeah. Because he knows if he distribute this money out this way, mm-hmm. like the government can't seize it, basically. Right. And that means that they is a part of it too, so they had to end up turning their fucking dad in because if they didn't, they would have went down with him. Absolutely. And even to to have that in your mind towards the end is smart within itself as well. Like like I'm fucked and like I'm gonna fuck them too with basically, you know what I'm saying, giving this money out into separate different people, separate different ways and all types of things like that. 
Like that that was wild, dude. Like, but I mean, but for this dude to get 150 years in prison, and they also um they end up taking 17.1 billion dollars and he had a lifetime ban from security industries. Like he like this. But I mean, but everybody that like he ended up getting everybody, everybody got fucked up, man. Because at the end of the day, Mark, Mark and um, Mark and Andrew both got sentenced to fucking 10 years. Um, Which I thought was kind of fucked up. Well, I mean, he ended up committing suicide anyway. He hung himself in 2010. Um, And then Andrew ended up dying of leukemia. Which Mm -hmm. is crazy. Um, then like a few other people in the office got six years. Some other people got two and a half years. I mean, he like that's the thing, man. If, if, if you know what it reminds me of, it reminds me of Frank Lucas. Like uh-huh. Frank Lucas doing everything he was doing. He decided to bring all his brothers up and cousins and all that type shit, get them involved. And then when the whole shit crumbled, his whole fucking family gets locked up. Yeah. And it's like, look, man, let me tell you something. If I got a cousin or somebody call me out the blue and like, yo, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm doing this, blah, 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 man, you can make a whole bunch of bread. Is it illegal? Yes. I'm out of here. Like, mm-hmm. why are you getting your family involved in your illegal shit, yo? And then, and I'll ask you, I, I mean, you but getting... I, I understand it, bro. And the only reason I say that is because, like, with with certain people like who you you only want to trust people when you're doing that type of stuff. And this is true. You know what I'm saying? Like when you are doing that, the only people to trust, um, you know what I'm saying, is the people that you you know what I'm saying know the people you grew up with, the people you love. I I would never want to be in a position like that to where um. You know what I'm saying? I'm working with some people that I don't know, and then at the end of the day, like something happened, and next thing you know, all the fucking fingers are pointed at me. I'd be pissed. I mean, I get it. I understand. Because, like I say, what you're saying is right as well. Because, in a lot of the times, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, we've seen it happen in different ways because at the end of the day one of the people who ended up you know what I'm saying bugging Frank and getting the whole fucking organization fucked up was his damn cousin you know what I'm saying they caught him slipping you know he came out and shot his girlfriend or his wife or whatever police sitting across the street so right I mean can you really necessarily trust your family too I mean you You know what I'm saying but it's one of those things where it gotta be like, yo, you know, this is this is such and such from, you know what I mean? Like, uh, well, you can't even say my day one, but just you would you would let's let's just say you would like to, you know what I'm saying? As yeah. much as um as much as you would want to, you would really like to. 
But then it's like it's the rich and it and then the rich reward is like if this shit falls apart, I'm the person that's responsible for getting most of the fucking family locked up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, is it really worth that? I, I I don't know, man. It's this shit. This shit was it was it was interesting. Um, absolutely, absolutely. For it for it to go down the way that it went down is is crazy. And I will say this before we get out of here: like, I'm not saying that I don't have sympathy for people, but like. The one dude that's like, yo, I really feel bad. He was like, I really feel bad for my dad. He was like, my dad was a very smart, intelligent man. And he mm-hmm. invested uh, $30 million into the whole Bernie shit. And he's like, all that money was gone once he got arrested. And then he was like, the only thing I wanted to do was not lose my mama house that my dad built. And I ended up losing the house. And it's just like, okay, dude. You really want me to feel bad for you because you lost you lost your dad. Well, your dad's thirty million dollars is gone, right. and your mom' house gets taken away. This mansion that your mom lived in, where you got mm-hmm. people all across the country, dude. I didn't remember that the number was this high, dude. When they was talking about the foreclosures, that shit was. Was it was was it eighty two? I think it was eighty two percent of people was losing their house. Yeah, and you want me to feel bad for you because y'all lost thirty million and your mom lost her mansion. I don't feel bad for you, my guy. I'm sorry. Well, I think that I think the the thing with that, I don't think it was necessarily for you to feel bad. I think it was like. Yo, everybody got hit with this shit. Like, this wasn't yep. just, you know what I'm saying? This wasn't just a thing about, you know what I'm saying, a motherfucker having, you know, $30 million in a mansion. This is more so like, yo, we were all vulnerable. We were all vulnerable, um, you know what I'm saying, to pretty much anything around this time because the economy was so fucked up. And you brought up a great point when you were talking about, um, you know what I'm saying? I, I think you said this off air. You were saying, like, voting for Obama. You know what I'm saying? That was a great point because a lot of motherfuckers are just like, yo, I, I just want this shit to be over with. We need something fresh in here. We need something new in here because this motherfucker has fucked everything up. This government has, has threw everything down there in the trash. And it's like, at that point in time, yo, for if anybody could have made some shit happen and if anybody could have got some shit off, then that was the time to do it specifically because so much shit was fucked up. And I think he just, you know, like you said, he's been doing this since the 80s, but for him to, for him to still be doing some of the shit he was doing, you know what I'm saying, in that time of, of the early 2000s, you know, what 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 a time to be alive. I, I guess that's the only way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm getting paper statements for my shit and this website's out, yeah, what a time to be alive. And then the fact that this nigga had fake websites. Like, <laughs> man, I don't know. Just, dude was just, he was something different, man. He was really a different monster. 
and I wasn't mad at it. <laughs> I really wasn't, because I mean, like, he really, I mean, like, at the end of the day, bro, he really fucked Wall Street, you know what I'm saying, with no Vaseline, bro. Like, they deserve everything that they got. What? I mean, because you brought, you, 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 you brought this point up more than once, and I agree with you wholly, though. Like, what made you think that out of everybody losing their money, you know what I'm saying, that, like you said, you, did, you found the one guy who was able to keep, <laughs> keep y'all money. <laughs> I could see if it was, like, majority of people was losing their money. No, nigga, everybody was losing their money. And it, it was this one motherfucker. Just happened to be the dude who wasn't losing money, and he wasn't on TV. He wasn't on fucking news. He wasn't on none of that shit. They would never talk about Bernie Madoff after until he got caught. So it was just like, come on, man. You think that he wouldn't have been out here, you know what I'm saying, getting some spotlight if he wasn't losing no fucking money? So, yeah, I'm with you on that one. Like, just the fact that how gullible people were. And then... You know what I'm saying? To think that because he, you know what I'm saying, he's selling you this paper with five or six transactions. Hell, I can get on my cell phone and do that now and make up a fake paper and show you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, the shit is sick, man. It's fucking sick. So, I don't know, man. But let's go ahead and um, let's move on, man. Let's get into uh, the fire flame. Let's do it. Yoga fire. Yoga flame. So what are you giving this doc, bro? All right, man. Um, so we were speaking beforehand, and I was like, the one thing about this is like there was it it felt like a flood of information because I'm not as well versed in this topic as far as mm-hmm. you know stocks and investing and you know, like I'm still learning about this stuff myself. So it's just like with being flooded with all this information and bringing up things like you, like you said earlier, things that we actually lived through and remember seeing on the news and all that type shit. With all of that being considered, I did feel like there was a lot of filler in there. I do not think that it should have been four episodes, basically all of them an hour, some of them even longer than an hour. I think some Mm -hmm. of that shit we did not need. Um, but with this being what it is, learning what I've learned, I mean, I'm a, I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it a three point five. You know what I'm saying? Like it was it wasn't terrible, and it was the first thing that I got into because I saw that there was a TV series uh on Madoff. I think it said 2017. I never watched it, so um all of this shit was really new to me, but. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a three point five. It, it it wasn't bad. It was just the fact that it was just, it was so much information, and it's like if you're not in that world, I, I think it it could I think it could be a bit much. So I'm a, I'm gonna go three point five. That's what's up, man. Um, you are right. It was a lot of filler in there. Um. Each, especially with it being four episodes, each episode being an hour. But like I said, I found I found out a lot of stuff um, that I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? Like the fact that this nigga had two sons. Not only that, they was working with him, and you know what I'm saying, a bunch of different shit like that. So, um, 
for me personally, I'm gonna go ahead and give it a four, only because you know, like I said, man, the the information that you know what I'm saying I got from this shit is is invaluable at this point. You know, it it just lets me know that at the end of the day, when all is said and done, and shit really do go, um, you know what I'm saying, start going to hell, that the, I can at least go fool a bunch of rich people. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm I can go do whatever to these motherfuckers because they obviously aren't the brightest people uh, on the planet. Um. So yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and give it a four, man. But um, let's go ahead and break into the coming soon, man. Let's do it. Coming soon to own on video and DVD. All right, man. So you know what I'm saying. Uh, episode, what are we on? Six? Six. Yeah, man. Episode six, season six of Snowfall coming at you the next episode. Can't wait. Man, it's getting heated, man. The writing is amazing. The action is amazing. Um, Man, shout out to the cast of Snowfall. Shout out to the producers and the, uh, all the people behind the scenes and the staff and everything else, writers and all that other stuff as well. Um, they have really done a fantastic job with this season, and I can't wait to see what this next episode brings, man. Man, me neither, man. Like, that's the one thing about knowing – I think the best decision that they made was to say, like, this is it. Because the one thing that sucks about shows that get canceled and they just end, the the way that they ended it, like most shows, when they end, they leave shit there so there is a continuous story to see if y'all got enough ratings to push you to another season. With them knowing this, yeah. this is it. Like after this, there will be no more snowfall. They is writing their asses off, man, and. Like, they have put together five episodes, dude, that's been all fire. And it's mm-hmm. just like, you, you leaving it, th- that's just like the old saying, leaving it all out on the field. Absolutely. That's what they're doing right now. They're leaving it all in that ri- that writing room, man. And yeah, I'm definitely excited to get into the sixth episode. Right. Me too, man. I cannot wait. Um, So, Listen, guys, if you like this episode, if you didn't like this episode, if you don't know who Bernie Madoff is, or if you do know who Bernie Madoff is, hit us up. Let us know on the socials, man, on Instagram and Twitter at uh, Pod. You can also hit us up on Facebook at Pod Watch Group. Um, if you want to talk to me directly, you can hit me up on Twitter at Scoots Bronson. I got a link to in my bio. You can find me everywhere else there. And y'all can find me at s.foster8 on Instagram and on Twitter at 28 Minutes or Less Pod. That's just on IG. Follow the podcast, 28 Minutes or Less. New episode came out. Episode 118, man, where I went over the whole season of the Peacock original show, Poker Face. Now, I spoke about it on here on a What We Watching, and so I went through it, you know what I'm saying, gave my opinions on it, I also asked a question to my audience. What would you do if you was a human lie detector test? Like, what would you do with that skill? And I think it's an interesting question. 
because it's Absolutely. like how like how would you use that talent? Because one of the examples in the show was the one friend that she had from the FBI. He kept trying to hire her, and she wouldn't take the job because she's like, I don't want to work for the government. But it's just like, what would you do if you had the ability to know when people are lying? So I just thought that that was interesting. So go check that out on all major platforms. And uh, that's it, man. That's all I got. That's what's up, man. Definitely go check that um, episode out, man. Make sure, you know what I'm saying, go back and go through that catalog as well. It's some great episodes. Um, and that stolen time catalog. I mean, I'm sorry. In that <laughs> eight minutes or less catalog. Goodness gracious. Um, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> I mean, that's some great. Look, that's yeah. some great shit in that in that stolen time too. Now, oh yeah, it definitely is. It definitely is. Yes, it is. Not to, not to say it isn't, but um. Just I know what you meant. Go check that out. Um, listen, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Your support is always greatly appreciated. Without you, there could be no us. So you already know that everything that we do is, you know, what I'm saying from love. But until the next episode, man, like they say in Hollywood, man, that's a wrap. Cut. <laughs>